When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they are open for business 24-7, serving hot, fresh food. Moan, I just got over here from Steelers OTAs, first wow. day that was open to reporters. Oh, I remember those first days, man. It's like, ah, here we go. Here we go, man. It was exciting. It was, uh, as a young guy, it's like, what the world? What am I doing here? As an old guy, it's like, why am I here? Why am I here? There was some, there was, but it's a mostly younger team. So yeah. what you're describing, the first part, there was way more of than the second. But yeah, you see some of the old guys kind of doing this <laughs> and like thinking about how, you know, they did say voluntary, didn't they? They, Did they mean it? Well, that's always up for debate, man. Sports pressure. I always talked about people with sports psychology is more than just playing the game and on field stuff. It's always the side. Voluntary means, well, okay, it's not really. Uh, get in the building. Well, you can leave when you want to is usually stay a little later. It's all kind of ins and out of what this means in sports talk. Now, we got a bunch of stuff to cover today since we have actual football information to process here. <laughs> and I'm going to share with, uh, with, with with those people who enjoy the Ramon Foster show on a regular basis that Ramon gave me assignments going into this first day because I'm new on this job. And Ramon was like, Ramon was like, all right, well, you got to find out who the offensive linemen are left to right. See who's rotating. Okay. All right. So check. We'll get to that in the second segment. <laughs> First segment, Moan did not have to share with me to keep out a close eye on those quarterbacks. <laughs> and, Mo- and, but, and, but because the spring can, can lead to a lot of things, barring something mm-hmm. crazy happening over the summer, barring mm-hmm. just bad performances. But that first look is not the end all, but it means a little something. I'll say this to the primary guys. To the primary guys, it does. And primary guys meaning the positions in which we're looking at just four starters. Like, not necessarily, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, the young tight end group, like twos and threes, not nope. really, but or special and, teams. And that's, but, that's what you can see out there. And I can yeah. tell you right now that if I'm numbering these quarterbacks, Moan, they yeah. are in order. Number one, Mitch Trubisky. Number two, Mason Rudolph. And number three, and if you know how reps are broken down, and you do way better than I do, uh, number three was Kenny Pickett. So the way the reps, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, for, for sure. I'm not allowed to get into supersonic detail here of everything, but okay, but let's just say that that's the order, okay? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it can legitimately go five, four, three. 
That's the way, if it's a 12 rep set, it's how it's going to go. Or it can go 4-4-2, depending on what the day is looking like. But on a day like this where it probably got high volume, it can go up to 15 plays too. So I'd say 5-5-5, five, 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 but I don't think that's how they no, do it No, let's just say, let's say hypothetically, if I were allowed to answer your question, that it would be 4-4-2. Four, four, but since okay. I'm not allowed to answer the question that you just asked, 4-4-2. Four, four, and the way I would look okay. at that situation is the two older quarterbacks probably got to figure out how to duel this out. Not necessarily saying that is, you know, somebody's going to win, but I do think they're going to both get a fair shake. Now, again, you mentioned who went number one as far as it being uh, Mitch Trubisky. That says a lot. That set the tone to me. If he has a terrible OTAs, then that might flip around. But I don't see that being the case because it's not a whole lot of pressure in it. And he can get his reps in the execution of timing up with these wide receivers. I did ask Mike Tomlin his thoughts on the status of the quarterback competition. You can imagine how far that went. Um, <laughs> I, I, I got basically, I got the first, like the half eye roll. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and, and then came uh, something along, I can tell you this much, there's nobody that's winning a job out there. And he pointed out toward the fields on which the OTAs just came. He made a reference to football in shorts. And then he ended it with, um, I'm not going to give you the answer that you're looking for. (laughs) Because why? Looking for an answer. Because why? (laughs) Because that's that's the way this goes. It is OTAs. It is. Moan, this is the way this competition is going to go. Everything's going to get magnified. Can we be real? Also, it's OTAs, but it still means a lot in this era of uh, passing first. It means a lot in the sense that a lot of these young guys were raised in the era of seven on seven to where you got your rankings, to where you got your stars, to where you would even go on uh, travel competitions with your group. And I think this is where it's time for this quarterback group to refine itself. Like he's going to say, you know, there's no answers to be given. But if you're watching it, you see who's either the better guy or who's the guy that's getting the most reps, because no matter what, when it comes down to it, the entire season is based upon preparation. The entire season is based upon reps and not just reps, but the efficiency of reps, too. And that's what we're getting out of OTAs. It means more to the skill guys, small skill guys, as opposed to the offensive linemen and defensive linemen, other than the actual reps and footwork. So for guys that are, you know, in this uh, style of play right now with OTAs, where it's non-physical, what's the one thing you can still go 100 percent on without having contact? It is seven on seven. It is full team period. Okay, I can't sack you, TJ, or TJ Watt says I can't sack you, but and I can't be overly physical. The one positions that you can, wide receivers, no, small skills. Screw wide receivers. Wide receivers versus DBs, linebackers versus line, uh, 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 running backs. Like, that's where you're going to get the competitive spirit minus the physical. Yeah, in, in coverage, you meant with the latter. Yeah. In coverage, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and when, when you're – I can tell you the the part of this that, that we're allowed to report on, um, you know, that all three quarterbacks uh, showed well. Um, you know, the wide receivers were spotty, mm-hmm. really spotty. Really spotty. <laughs> well, really- okay, see, and that's where we start to say. That's why I said yesterday or the day before, defenses usually always have the head start because offense is more timing than it is – uh, 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 just chaos, control chaos with defenses. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like they can yeah. get in advance. So you say wide receivers are spotty. I almost say, well, that's business as usual for the most part. 
but I like I like the touch that I sh- that I saw on, from all three quarterbacks, and I do mean all three. I'm not trying to be like really nice here or anything. It's just <laughs> I mean, just that was the, all three of them made really good throws. Um, and the thing that I found the most interesting, and I think one of the things we're going to keep an eye on here all summer, Moan, is how they carry themselves. You yeah. know, um, you know, I I I asked Mason after he came off. I said. Uh, I said, so what was this offseason like? I mean, just, a, you know, a few weeks ago, you were number one on the depth chart. And he said, well, I was also the only quarterback under contract. So he at least had a good sense of humor about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and I asked uh, Mitch Trubisky, you know, about his time here early. And he starts talking about Permanis and going to the top of Mount Washington and everything else. So they're all kind of, you know. Yeah. 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 It, it's. It, they're playing the game right now, which just yeah. so I'm just glad to see they're they're taking it light enough to where it's on the field. I'm more than sure it's a little bit more of a competition, but to to you guys and me, it's all about. Well, I'm just here to do my job. Just here to do my job. Yeah, I'm here <laughs> to compete. I will say this: one thing that Mason said that I found interesting because you, you're the one that referenced this on yesterday's show. Uh, that Mason is really, really competitive and sees himself as constantly oh, yeah. being in whatever. And his response when I asked about his attitude or his approach going into this camp was he said, I'm excited because for years I was behind, you know, a franchise guy, a Hall of Fame guy, mm-hmm. and I'm not anymore. So I'm here mm-hmm. to compete. Now, that wasn't him denigrating the other guys no. that are in camp. He's just saying the door is actually more open now. I, 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 I told you that's exactly what it was. And with more mm-hmm. reps, hopefully, we'll see a better part. And I saw some people in the comments saying, Mason this, Mason this, and you know what he hadn't done. But you got to look at the opportunity. It's been very rare that he's gotten it and a lot of practice time, fair practice time. Yeah, well, he got fair practice time today, that's for sure. When we come back, we're going to follow Bone's assignment to a T and discuss the offensive line. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. Ramon gave the assignment. The assignment was fulfilled. It was to make sure that I keep a close eye on the offensive line rotations. And I, you know, the way you're supposed to do these things, Moan, teacher gives you an assignment. <laughs> you're supposed to do a little bit extra. So I so I did. I went and I talked to Mason Cole. I talked to Chooks of Korofor. Chooks says hi, by the way. <laughs> That's my brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, said, he better say hello and text me later. He said, he said, Ramon, he goes, good human. <laughs> <laughs> That's something he'd say tongue in cheek too. <laughs> good human. Good human. That's my dog, man. I'm glad to see him maturing some. He's, he's, uh, he's, uh, I asked him just, just to throw this in, by the way, I asked him like, what do you have to work on this year? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Like, like what? I, I, I just work so hard. I just work so hard. <laughs> but you know what? To his credit, that's what he does, man. And and I'll be honest, from his rookie year to now, he's gotten a hell of a lot better at that because Chooks used to walk around with a, a almost nonchalant attitude. But the more you talk to him, the more you just realize that's just him. So for him yeah. to acknowledge that he's working and putting in the work, man, I, I think it's good. And you know this, too. He's not a huge talker, so... I, I hope he grabs them and lead them more to the fact that he was opening up and talking to you. Well, I, I, I think you're going to see 
look, let's go over the left to right following the assignment. Uh, <laughs> the way it lined up as confirmed by the athletes themselves, because that's the way it has to work with practice reporting yeah. is we have to find out that this, actually, this thing that I saw, did I actually see it? Yes, you saw it. Oh, okay. So now we're allowed <laughs> to report it. Um, obviously, Chooks is uh, – let, let's, let's start on the left it's here. The left, the left is, right. is, yep. is Dan Moore. Okay. Left guard is the only position that is in flux. And that's because the gentleman at the other end of this communication has still has not been adequately replaced. But that would be between Kevin Dotson and Kendrick Green, uh, yeah. confirmed by both of those. They rotated with the first team. The wow. center was Mason Cole. The right mm-hmm. guard was James Daniels. This also was not known because Daniels can also play center. And, of course, uh, Chooks at, at right tackle. So your right. first thoughts when you just see slash hear the alignment. We got some guys that's on the clock. And what I mean by on the clock, I'm talking about uh, Kendrick Green and also Kevin Dotson. Both. I'm not dismissing either. But what I'm saying is one is going to define a role to the staff and to us and to the NFL that either I'm good enough to start here in Pittsburgh and carve out a career for myself or I'm going to find myself in a backup role. And I know neither one of them want to do it. And and they're young enough also that either one of them can be backups or if there's an emergence of somebody else or, or yeah, surge of somebody else, then they'll mess around and get cut or get traded like that's the, that's where we're at right now. If we're being completely honest about the two uh, Dodson's had enough time to kind of find his way in this league. And you got a young guy going into his sophomore year in Kendrick green to where it says to me, didn't work out of center because it's clear. Mason Cole is the guy as of right now, he's starting off at center on day one. When you started at least 15 games last year, yeah, And now you're out of that position. I at least would have thought that he'd be in competition. Kendrick would have been in competition with Mason Cole. And that's not the case. So those two rotating, those two young guys, you remember when I said this competition of what they did in, in free agency was going to lead to better results from one or the other. And one was either going to go up or go down. No matter who wins what, it's going to be that. One is going to trump the other as far as overall competition. This is the best thing for those two young guys uh, just in general, simply because now they're forced to be pros a whole lot sooner. Now the, the whole idea of, hey, take a picture with the jersey, everybody loves me, all of those things. Or being an older guy like Kevin Dodson, man, I got time, watch me do work. No, the business is here now. And by the business, I mean, Who's the better of the two? You're not giving anything right now. You had your shot your first few years in the league. Now it's all about what can y'all do for me right now, especially Dotson, because what is this, year three for him? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, if he's a backup this year and he's not starting next year, what are you supposed to do with him at that point? He ain't got enough film to go out and get a starting spot somewhere else like like I got James Daniels did. Like, that's where we're at, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, so when I asked you about them, I was really kind of concerned about Kendrick Green and Kevin Dotson as far as their maturity, their professional trajectory of where they're going to be in this league. I knew this when I started those first those those four games, my rookie year, DK. You know what I said to myself? Hmm. I can't go back on the bench. Can't go backward. You can't go backward. And, and, and I'll say this: I was in rotation for competition. Yeah. I didn't win the starting spot. Somebody got hurt, or I played less than 
Guess what? I go into the game and start, and I never went back to the bench again. Yeah, you that's can't let where it go. we are. You whether it's circumstance it of injury or whether it's you outright beat somebody, you're not supposed to go back to the bench. And that's where those two young guys are at right now. So what's to come from that? You know, like whoever wins going to be the better guy because we both look at him and says, you got, you have enough talent. You, you have what it takes. And I know it's first day of OTAs, but that rotation shows a lot moving forward for okay. the rest of this year and for training camp. You want to hear a completely vapid observation? Like this just actually, this this means yeah. so nothing except maybe to football people. And you're a football people, so I'm going to yeah. throw this out here. I got to tell you something here. James Daniels is a physical specimen. Mm. Okay, when you mm. see this guy, you you don't wonder why he got paid. When you see Chooks, you don't wonder why Chooks got paid. Chooks, okay. is a, he's a freak. These two dudes, I'm watching one, there was one set of drills in the end zone, okay? And it was nothing. There was no actual blocking, of course. It's OTAs. Right. It was just formation stuff, you know, move <laughs> this stuff, okay? Yeah. And I'm just looking at them. I'm going, these two dudes are going to be next to each other mm-hmm. on the right side of the line. And I thought to myself, maybe they've got something here. Yeah. You know, because who likes to run to his right? Najee Harris. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I think it's strategic. Uh, like I said, I, I had a Chicago Bears buddy here that was like, you got stole our line. And I was like, <laughs> what, are, what are you talking about? It's free that's agency great. here. But, yeah. but th- that's why. It's almost like he's the biggest secret as far as offensive line in the NFL almost, as far as James Daniels go. So putting him and Chooks beside each other, one, I guarantee you, Chooks probably lobbied for that a little bit. I want James Daniels. <laughs> probably what he said. We're but, doing too many Chooks imitations here for comfort. He'd appreciate it. He'd probably call me Mo. What are you doing? Um, so his English is better than our Nigerian, as long as we're clear on this. It is. But let's say this: in, in order, instead of breaking them up, as far as putting James Daniels on the left and putting Chooks with a young guy, I'd rather have three strong guys and let those two young guys, whoever is going to be on the left side, grow together. Therefore, if they're a little bit less in on game day or in camp, you can directly point to them and say, grow the bleep up. You see what we're doing on this right side? You see the work that we're putting in over here? Notice where they're running all the plays? Yeah. And, and then, DK, the, the psychological part of, of, of football is say, man, hey, we got we to gotta go. I can't be the reason why. That was one of my biggest things. I don't care of any position. I want to be – we can't be the reason why we're lacking. And and that's what that right side, if they're all healthy, Cole, Daniels, and Chooks, a core four. If they're holding up their end, that's going to force that left side, I think, into pushing it to where they better find something they do very well. And I mean very fast, too. When we come back, hey, Moan. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. It's time for our Hey Moan segment. And today's entry comes from Dave Shipley, who asks, Hey Moan, what's more exciting about OTAs, the quarterback contest, or whether or not Stefan Tuitt will show up? Uh, I'm a defensive guy, Dave adds, so LOL. Um, I, I'll, I'll before, before I throw it to you here, Moan, just to give everybody background here, Steph was not 
uh, at the opening of, of OTAs. Cam Hayward confirmed for us that he's still back home in Indiana. I can tell you, Moan, that I saw all of Steph's stuff in his stall. Yeah. Uh, Cam is convinced he's going to be here and he's going to play, and Cam said so on the record. So that's that's where it stands right now. Uh, I got a little tidbit to it. It also is finishing up his degree at Notre Dame. I think they may have may not have had graduation. So I'm not sure how, how long to it has. Oh, really? I hadn't heard yeah, that. That's he's, interesting. He's okay. in school. Yeah. And uh, apparently at Notre Dame, you got to be on campus or stay near campus to actually <clears throat> finish up to be a Notre Dame graduate. So uh, I, at least that was passed to me that he's actually finishing up school, too. So we just saw the bus graduate from uh, Notre Dame also recently. In person. So, yeah, in based, person, on the, based on the images that we saw, everything was up there. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to be on campus to actually graduate from Notre Dame, if I'm not mistaken. I could be a little bit wrong because they're a little bit different, very traditional. What? So which one is more exciting? I say equally both. <laughs> as as far as to it being out there because the significance of him, and you know, like I know, DK, watching that young gentleman work, you got to say to yourself, he's a headache. He's uber talented. <laughs> he, Only an he, offensive he, lineman would see him that way. But go ahead. I'm just saying he's, <laughs> he's a, a headache. headache. He is, man. And let's let's not forget, before he got injured in 2018 or 19, before he was on his way to double-digit sacks. 2020, you know he saying? hit double-digit sacks. You see what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. the talent is there. It's and he's had a year off his there. body. I'm, I'm hoping it turns over for him, and the pressure of performing won't ever be a thing to Stefan because it's what he does regardless. Um, figuring out who's going to be QB1. No, what they look like at QB1, I think, is equally as ex- as exciting as what Tua is going to do coming out of that tunnel week one. If Cam gave you the vote of, uh, of confidence, I'm going to side with Cam on this one because Cam actively talks to him. Um, he's a guy yes. that's in the room with him. And, of course, we're not ever going to try to rush uh, to it back because that's very traumatic on what he dealt with. And it's still dealing with it. And on top of him uh, graduating from, from Notre Dame at some point in time, uh, that's the reason he wasn't around. And let's say this, too. Who was it, David, that asked the question? And Dave Shipley, yeah. Dave Shipley. It's... O-T-A. <laughs> Don't be finger wagging Dave over OTAs. No, He's allowed to be excited about. I was excited to be over I'm there today. Excited. You want to hear something else? I was excited about to, to keep going with Dave's topic here. At one point, I just looked over to my left as yeah. as I was leaving um, the locker room, which, by the way, was open to reporters for the first time today in in two years. And it was nice to be back there. Most of it looked the same, except they have these plexiglass barriers between uh, the stalls that are still Good. up. So, but as I'm as I'm leaving, I look to my left, and there's Cam holding court. You know, Cam holds court. It goes on for hours, right? Since I left, okay, Cam, you, you can he's, have it. He's got he's got a, he's got to lock up that chief award every year. <laughs> but just to his left, there was Tyson Alualu, mm-hmm. and as long as we're talking about. Steph here, and we're talking about the defensive line. Don't forget that it's a trio over there. Yeah. And especially if you can spell those guys like yep. we've been talking about on the show and, and get Isaiah Loudermilk involved. Yeah. You know, get the kid in that they just that they just drafted here, DeMarvin Leal. Yeah. Yeah. Get get them involved. Keep these guys fresh enough, but they're mm-hmm. still 
the guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, no, no doubt they are the, the same way that you recognize us walking through the building, the offensive lineman. I think that's kind of, you know, warped over to the defensive side. Now, where to your point, Cam, Tyson and Stefan, those are your dudes. And, and, and TJ's holding up his end of it all by tagging along. too. he's going to tag along. But no. as far as his time in the league, he's the young guy that still got a ride in the back seat. Like TJ gonna get him into the club, into the nice restaurant. Man, but he's still here's, a tag along with that group. Here's TJ, first day of OTAs, defensive player of the year, biggest smile on the field the whole day, the whole day. Because why, DK? He what loves the game. He loves football. He, he guys. loves the game. He that's that's what he he's guy. he's got himself football guys. Oh, hey, one last little thing, just as Come a little on, tidbit. More. Give me more. Najee looked like bigger. Year two. I don't Is even know what, what to me? make of that. I'm just telling you, he looked bigger, like in a good way. Like his legs were like tree trunks. Do, what? So what did we say? I, I, second one. year. Yep. To year two. To year two. Just watch out. And I out. saw somebody's comment. It was like, Ramon's never been a body guy. Guess what? I didn't have to be because I was strong as an ox, okay? And smarter than everyone else on the field. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I was, DK. Let's do, another, let's, let's do another one of these tomorrow. Hey, I'm here.